I wanted to ask if anybody practiced with equanimity during the course of the week. If they used it, raise your hand if you found it useful in your life in the course of the week. Equanimity was a topic we dealt with last week. And um, did you find yourself saying phrases of equanimity to remind you of that quality of mind? Raise your hand if that was the case. Yeah, oh good. So this is this practice is something that you can do um, just for the rest of your life. It's very, very helpful. And for those of you who weren't here, we were working on creating a quality of mind that was even-minded and balanced in the face of whatever life brings. Anybody want to say anything that happened as they did it? Don't say anything. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A useful tool. Great. It's a useful tool when you get stressed out. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. For the people who were not here, we were working on um, a quality of mind that's about even-mindedness and balance. The word is equanimity. And we did a practice where we thought about things where we were having difficulty with, and we um, generated thoughts of balance using phrases like, things are as they are, may I accept things as they are. And if you say that over time, it actually starts to affect how you're feeling towards the thing. So it's a practice using that and also the encouragement to use it in your daily life with it. I'll revisit it again in the future at some point. So I'd like to welcome everyone to our Thursday mindfulness group. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the director of mindfulness education at the Mindful Awareness Research Center. We've been meeting now something like three years, and it's just an opportunity for us to practice together, to practice the art of being in the present moment. I was thinking today, I often kind of go quickly over the introductory remarks about um, how to get started with your practice, the practical stuff, and I thought I'd spend a little time just going a bit more deeply into things. For instance, what is meditation? Why, why this kind of meditation? Those kinds of questions. So I wanted to say that if you think about meditation, meditation is a huge... Uh, category under which there are many things. So like sports. Sports is a really big category and you have hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of sports. In the same way with meditation, there's lots and lots of different types of meditation. So many of you have probably done other meditation prior to this, a different type of meditation. Like raise your hand if you've ever done TM, Transcendental Meditation. How about a meditation involving visualization of some sort? A moving meditation like Tai Chi or maybe, how about yoga? Who's done yoga? Yoga, of course. Everybody's done yoga now, right? Um, which could be a meditation, could not be a meditation, depending on how it's done. Prayer is a form of meditation, sure. Um, so there's hundreds of kinds of meditations. Mindfulness is the particular meditation that I teach. It's the, it's, um, the definition I've used for a long time now is paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. So this meditation is specifically about cultivating that capacity to be in the present moment, to help hone and train our attention so we're not so distracted, not so lost in th thoughts of the past and the future. And in that way, it creates a more sense of balance and well-being inside ourselves. So... 
so mindfulness is both a meditation practice, but it's also a quality of attention that we can bring to any moment in our day. So we can be mindful, be mindful in the midst of anything. We can be mindful while we're walking, while we're eating, while we're talking to another human being, while we're brushing our teeth, while, you know, at any moment, we can take that quality of attention and have it present for us. We can suddenly say, oh, be mindful. I can take a breath. So you don't have to meditate to be mindful. And I'm not sure I, if I've ever clarified that for you. You can be mindful all day without meditating. You can be mindful while you're living your life. You just bring that present time curious attention to whatever it is you're experiencing. So a few more things I was thinking about. Um, when we do the, the, this meditation, I ask you to sit in an upright posture, but mostly because if you sit too comfortable, it just leads to sleepiness and a non-wakeful state of mind. So that's why I say keep your back, back upright. I also say to you, you can keep your eyes closed or open. It really depends on you. Now, with the eyes closed, for some people, that's really, really helpful because it keeps out all the distractions, and they prefer to meditate with their eyes closed. For other people, when they close their eyes, they just find themselves completely lost in their dramas and thought world. And so when they open their eyes slightly, letting in some light, it helps keep them more present. And also for some people, closing their eyes in a room of strangers can be a little activating in some way. So my suggestion is figuring out what works best for you. There's also, let's see, so so also one of the things I don't often talk about is the way that we breathe in this practice. In this practice, I ha encourage you to breathe in and out of the nose. So some other meditative practices you've might done, you might breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth, or you might specifically control your breath to make it be a certain kind of breathing. But with this meditation, we just keep it natural. Whatever you're, you're doing, let's have that have that be what you continue doing. And there are two reasons for that. One reason is that as you practice this, over if you, if you try to control your breath for long periods of time, it can be quite tiring. But also, we're practicing the art of being with what is. So with, a, with, a, with the breath being very natural, it just lets us tune in to what's actually happening in this moment without trying to change it in any way. The final thing I'll say is the practice has you, has you stay with your breath and then your mind gets lost in something and then you bring it back. And you bring it back with kindness. So our mind is constantly thinking about a million different things, past and present, future, wherever. It's all over the place. So we notice it and we bring it back very gently with kindness. We want to come back to something inside ourselves that's neutral. And our breath for most people is neutral. Mean, neutral meaning you don't like it too much, you don't dislike it. It's just sort of neutral. If you find that the breath is not neutral, that either maybe you have a cold or you have it, maybe there's some anxiety connected to your breath or it's hard to feel your breath, don't use the breath as the main thing you pay attention to. Instead, you can use the hearing meditation, the sounds, or feeling an aspect of your body, like your legs on the, on, you can feel your feet on the floor, noticing the changing sensations, changing sensations in your body. These work really well as your meditation anchor or home base. 
Okay. Those were all of the things I was thinking I don't usually say. And I thought maybe I'll say it so we can um, improve how you practice and just get a better sense of things. So let's begin our meditation practice. And um, I already talked to you about posture. So feeling upright to prevent sleepiness. And also there's a kind of quality of wakefulness that comes when our body is upright. But you don't want to be too rigid or tight as you do it. Hands wherever you're comfortable. And then eyes open or close. You heard the instruction, depending on what works for you. And you can experiment if you don't know. We can start by taking a few deep breaths. So I invite you in the beginning to deepen your breath because, because breath can relax us some. And at any point in the meditation, if you notice that you're feeling a little more anxious, or you can use the breath to soften and relax. Otherwise, as I mentioned earlier, just keep your breath natural. So taking a few deep breaths. Feeling your body present on the chair. I like to begin by noticing our feet on the floor. When we do this, it's a direct moment of mindfulness. We're directly connecting with our experience in the present moment. There's touch and heaviness, vibration, temperature. There's a lot of things to notice. And even if you're completely new, you can feel your feet on the floor, and that's an experience of mindfulness. And notice your legs on the chair, sensing the weight, the heaviness, lightness, pressure, tingling. Move your attention up your body to your back. Feeling where your back makes a connection with the chair. And this first part that I usually do is a guided relaxation slash mindfulness meditation. Because I usually invite you right now to soften if your abdomen is tight or tense. Take a deeper breath. And bring in some relaxation whatever that means to you. Notice your hands, are your hands tense or tight? Soften them. Sense your arms and shoulders and let your shoulders relax. Become aware of your throat and jaw, softening your jaw and softening your face and facial muscles. Soft eyes.
we can notice our whole body present. With curiosity and interest, we bring our attention to this present moment, being with things as they are. And as we've relaxed them, I invite you to find your breath in your body, if your breath is your anchor. And for most of you, the breath usually works. And if you're new, it's great to start with the breath. Let's see if you can feel your breath in your body. Noticing it wherever it's obvious to you right now. Where do you feel your body moving with your breath? The abdomen rises and falls, expands and contracts. Our chest expands and contracts. It rises and falls. Similar to the abdomen, but a little bit more of a wider distance or area that you can be aware of. Shoulder to shoulder even. We can sense our breath in the nostrils, the flow of sensation as the air moves through. For the new people, find an area to focus on with your breath, the abdomen, chest, or nostrils. If you have experience, just use whatever is your home base, your meditation anchor. And if it doesn't feel like the breath is for you, you can always listen to the sounds, the sounds coming and going around the room, outside the room. And that makes a great anchor or a great meditation home base. In both cases, we're not caught up in the story of what we're feeling or listening to. We're simply experiencing it one breath at a time or one sound at a time. When your mind wanders off, which it will, probably, you can use a soft word in your mind, like thinking or wandering, and then gently redirect your attention back to your anchor, the breath, or sound, or even body sensations.
So your job is not to stop thinking. Your job is not to have a mind devoid of thoughts. Your job is to simply notice when you're lost in the thought or distraction and gently return your attention back to the present moment, your, your breath or the sound. And we just keep doing this again and again, in that way training our minds to be present.
in the course of your meditation, your mind will wander off to thoughts and memories, reflections, so forth, plans. All you do is notice that your mind has wandered. You can say thinking or wandering. You can be even more specific. You can say planning, remembering, imagining, whatever it is. And then come back to your breathing or your anchor. Sometimes it's something else that pulls our attention away. We notice we're sleepy. It's a sound. Maybe an emotion moves through us. So if you get pulled away, you can notice what it is that pulls you away. Acknowledge it. If it's very compelling, if it's just in the background, don't worry about it. But you can simply acknowledge, ah, there's sleepiness or sadness or worry. And then come right back to your anchor, to your breath or the sounds. So most of your attention goes to this anchor, this home base. But it's fine to acknowledge and recognize when other things pull you away. That's also part of mindfulness. Whatever it is you're experiencing is the present moment. And we acknowledge that and keep staying present. Maybe a few more minutes of the practice. You can notice your body present on the chair. Take two breaths with as much mindfulness as possible and then open your eyes. I hope it was helpful to give a little bit more specifics about the practice, a little more the whys and the whats. And um, as always, I'll be out in the hallway if you have any more questions. I'm happy to answer them. 
Our center um, offers lots of classes, workshops, programs, events, all on an ongoing basis. And they're out on the, when you exit on the right, there's a table with some posters on it that explain what's coming up. We have a whole new set of our basic classes starting up in, um, in the beginning of July. I will not be here next week. Uh, Gloria Kamler will be here instead. And then I will be back pretty much for most of the summer. So if you want to have a practice this week, I think the practice I want to say is that when you wake up, the first thing you do, instead of just jumping out of bed, is take a few minutes to be mindful and then start your day. Or even take a few seconds to be mindful, but take three or four mindful breaths and then begin your day and see how it affects you. Okay, We'll see you in a few weeks.